opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. The verses we've come to today in Genesis chapter 1, we're going to be here for a little while because there is so much truth packed into these handful of verses. I'm referring to Genesis chapter 1, verses 26, 27, and 28, because in these three verses, we have the climax of God's creation. We have the culmination of the, the creative work of God. We've read already from the first day all the way through the first part of the sixth day, all of the things that God created, and now God makes man, not just a thing, a person, a person in his own image. Uh, not just another of the animal species. Animals have a body. Uh, animals, in a sense, even have some of the aspects of soul, meaning they have intellect. And uh, some would argue they may even have emotion or will. Uh, but let me tell you what they don't have. They don't have a spirit. That is the eternal part of man. That is the part that God took of his own nature and put inside of us. We're going to live forever. We are spirit, soul, and body. And God created man different, unique to the rest of creation because he made man with the capacity to fellowship with him. I wonder, have you fellowshiped with your creator today? Think of this. The creator God of the universe that spoke the world into existence wants to speak to you today, wants to hear you speak to him today. And we're too busy, too distracted to take in with other things, to commune with the Creator. Oh, friend, don't miss why God made you. Let's read the verses. At Genesis 1, beginning in verse 26, says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. These are powerful and profound verses. Don't you love to find yourself in Scripture? So male and female, that's every person I'm speaking to today, God made you. God created you. Uh, you're here on purpose. Uh, you're here on a divine purpose. And though there are many things I want to talk to you about in these verses, we'll, we'll walk through them and, and uh, look at every portion of it. I want to begin with this today, if I may. In verse 26, God said, let us make man in our image. And immediately after creating man, verse 28 says, and God blessed them. Did it ever dawn on you that we were blessed from the beginning? The curse comes because of sin, you see. But the blessing always comes because of God. From the beginning, God's intent and purpose for mankind was not curse. It was blessing. Uh, our rebel hearts... It's what brought the curse into being. Our disobedience is what brings the curse 
uh, and the, the fallen nature into our lives and the effects of the fall all through humanity. Uh, but friend, the God of the Bible, the God of creation is the God of blessing. You see, our God is a very good God. He's very good. In fact, if you go to the end of the chapter, the Bible says, God said, Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a tree-yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, here it is, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. There's the repetition of those two phrases. It was so, it was good. The only difference is, in the last one, in Genesis chapter 1, verse number 31, he doesn't say it was good. He says, it was very good. You see, our very good God uh, has a way for us, and his way for man is always very good. So what do we learn about the, the blessing from the beginning? Well, we, we learn, first of all, that we were made in his image. That's very good, isn't it? God created us to reflect the glory of the triune God and to rule with him. Uh, I'll remind you that this image was marred. It was scarred uh, in the fall, but not totally erased. We'll talk more about that in the future. Uh, But notice, let us make man in our image, after our likeness. This is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the triune God, in perfect oneness and communion of purpose, making man to reflect the glory of the triune God. And a sin mars that image, but it's effaced, not erased. (laughs) Let me ask you, when you look in the mirror, uh, do you see your first father? Do you see Adam? Do you reflect that rebel heart, or do you see more the new man, the Lord Jesus Christ? Because God made you in his image and made you to reflect his glory. For the record, only Jesus can make that a reality in us now. We can never do that on our own. All we can do is mess it up and make it worse. The only potential I really have is the potential to ruin my life. The potential for any good thing, any very good thing, brings me back to God himself. So we know we were made in his image. We also know that we were made to live in his blessing. And friend, that is very good. God blessed them. Oh, I wish I could get this truth across to you today. Only the Holy Spirit can really show you this. But God wants to bless you. If you're not living in the blessing today, and I'm not talking about money. This is not some health and wealth gospel, some prosperity religion I'm talking about. I'm talking about the blessing money can't buy, people can't rob you of, circumstances can't take away, death doesn't end it. It's the blessing of God's presence. If you're not living in that blessing today, then you're living way below where God wants you to live because God made man to live in his very good blessing. Look at all the blessings in this passage. Now, there's the blessing of provision. He plainly says, I've given you all these animals, and I've given you all these herbs, and all the fruit of the field. All that's for you, Adam. All that's for you. That's the blessing of provision. Thank God for his provision. Then there's the blessing of purpose. He gave him work. Some people teach that work is part of the curse. No, they were working before the fall. Uh, in fact, if you, if you really study it out, the, the better job man did in, in his work the more blessing came, the more it multiplied. He, he was sharing in God's great dominion. There's purpose in our work. Thank God today, not just for the blessing of provision, but the blessing of purpose. And then we'll come to this one. There's the blessing of partnership. What is that? In the next chapter, male and female. Uh, Eve will be taken 
from Adam's rib and a helpmeet made for him. What a partnership God has given. What is all of this? This is the blessing that God created us to know. A friend, somebody said, well, you know, Adam blew it, Eve blew it. We can't go back to that. Is there any way to get Eden back? No, you can't get Eden back, but you can get better. You ought to read Romans chapter 5. What we get in Jesus Christ, in the second Adam, in the perfect man, we don't just get back what Adam lost. We get much more. There is much more blessing. Uh, there is eternal provision and eternal purpose and eternal partnership always found in the person of Jesus Christ. I want to challenge you today to meditate on the goodness of our great God and his desire to bring his divine blessing into our lives. We are nothing. He is everything. And that only comes to us through the person of Jesus Christ. We don't have the Garden of Eden to look forward to. We have much more than that because of Jesus. We were made to enjoy God's blessing. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.